When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hey. Sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up with Disney Channel shows, decoms, and music, the Time Machine is ready for you to take a trip back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter Martin. Becca, how are you, pal? Oh, oh buddy of mine. <laughs> oh, buddy old pal. Boy, do I have a bone to pick with the world coming into the Zoom room today. Whoa, okay. <laughs> well, this happened over the course of the week, but we've been asked what our thoughts were. Oh, and- okay. I just have some strong feelings. So there was an announcement this week that there's going to be a Zoe 101 reunion movie coming this year. Um, and I just want to know who asked. Literally. <laughs> if there Are there really diehard Zoe 101 fans out there? Well, not only that, but like Jamie Lynn Spears in the public eye has been pretty villainized over the last year or so with all the yeah. Free Britney stuff. So why are we doing this? Victoria Justice not coming back. Like a, a small handful of the cast members have said that they um, will not be returning. Yeah. Apparently it's going to be on Paramount Plus. It's going to be a movie. Um, it's They're all reuniting for a wedding. And <sighs> that's great. Nickelodeon fans yet again. But I'm thinking like I Carly made sense. Yeah. When they did that. I... I feel like, I don't know. I mean, I never watched Zoe 101, so this hype train is completely missed on me. If there even is a hype train, if there is, it's probably yeah. just a single car. If you guys are hyped for Zoe 101, let us know because we want to know why. Well, it's just every time something like this gets announced, I'm like, damn it, Lizzie. I, as long as Disney, as long as the mouse has its... Um, pause on the Lizzie McGuire um, IP. We're not getting it. Hillary tried. Hillary tried. I think my mom said it best when she sent me a screenshot of an article about they found out that the the Zoe 101 movie is filming in a part of North Carolina that my family is from. And she sent me a screenshot of this article and said, who's Zoe? Exactly. And I said, don't worry about it. Who's Zoe? I don't know. Not even who is, like, who's, just who, Zoe. Yeah. I don't know. Who, Zoe? Yeah, I don't know who makes these these decisions, but they're not me. Someone who has a better relationship with God than I do, because I just want one thing, and I'll never get it. You never will. You never will. We we never are. You can drink your wine, but guess what? Liz McGuire is not drinking any wine. I have a... Uh, I have a little rosé on camera to, in order to celebrate what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. But before um, we get into all that. Before we get on that, it's time for some Disney 411. Disney 411. 
All right, let's go with the biggest Disney-centric story of the um, since we last spoke, and that is Phineas and Ferb revival from Dan Povenmire ordered under new overall deal with Disney branded television. <sighs> How long is that damn summer vacation? Nah. <laughs> Yet another revival of a Disney product. We were like, oh, so close. <laughs> I know. I'm not mad about this one. I'm not mad. Uh, it's just like, okay. Um, so, uh, a revival of Phineas and Ferb from original series creator Dan Povenmire has been ordered under, under Povenmire's new overall deal with Disney brand and television. 40 new episodes of the iconic animated series will be produced, which will be split up into two seasons. The announcement was made. Um, under this new deal, Povenmire's recent show, Hamster and Gretel, will also return for a second season. Um, Dan, and this is what Disney has said about Dan Povenmire. Uh, Dan is renowned for his ability to create universally loved stories and characters with both heart and humor. We couldn't be happier to continue our collaboration with him and bring back the iconic Phineas and Ferb in a big way. Phineas and Ferb about to start running laps on the Billboard Hot 100, I hope. They're back. (laughs) So... Is it going to be on Disney Channel? Is it going to be on Disney Plus? Who knows? Who knows? All I know is Ashley Tisdale's direct deposit's about to hit. <laughs> She's back. Allison Stoner is signing a check. I, I'm assuming the original cast is going to be back. They haven't said. But I'm assuming. Um, fingers crossed, of course. But you know what they say about assuming. Make an ass out of you and me. Right. Uh. Um... What else is Ashley Tisdale doing right now? I don't know. Besides sitting in her home buying fake Wait, books I just, to fill her shelves. I just, <laughs> I just realized Phineas and Ferb is coming back. The Proud family's already back. Christy Carlos Romano is chomping at the bit to get Kim Possible back on our screens. What the heck? Why can't we get Kim Possible back? That I would kind of be fun for that. That'd be fun. They did the reboot with a live action a couple years ago. And it was awful. But, like, I feel like it'd be so easy to do an animated one again. Did you see um, when Miley announced that the name of the album was Endless Summer Vacation, there was a tweet going around that was, like, Phineas and Ferb have 24 hours to respond. And then mere days later, they <laughs> this, did. this they said, revival oh. was announced. They said, yikes. You heard it here first. Well, I think, speaking of Endless Summer Vacation, I think this is a good segue for our next story, is basically us reacting to Miley Cyrus's new single, flowers well i guess the news is that flowers is doing numbers and it's, it's like doing better be, th- than expected it's set to be her biggest streaming debut it's set to be like one of the biggest streaming debuts yeah. i think the way it's going so, um i love it so I, far, I love it. i read an article that it's her adele and taylor swift are like the fastest debut singles on spotify or something like that nice um it's a hit it's a, it's a hit. I do really enjoy it. I feel like with this song, I'm kind of confirming that this album is going to be like a nice middle mm-hmm. ground between like bangers and plastic hearts. So it's the the projections are um, Flowers is supposed to debut at number one mm-hmm. on the on the Hot 100. This will be her first debut single debut single that hits number one. Oh, and if it, yeah, because all the singles. Her first number one single, um, and number one single only, is Wrecking Ball. But it climbed to number one. Yeah. And Wrecking Ball was the the second single off Bangers, I think. Yeah. 
Um, so this will be her if it happens, but it's so far looking good. Fingers stream, crossed. stream, stream. Um, but it will be her high, probably be her highest charting song since. Yeah, uh, I Malibu. I don't think Malibu hit the charts. No, it did. It debuted at top ten. I I read it. Wow. Um, but her highest charting has been Wrecking Ball. So. Well, it's beating like wrecking, it's beating wrecking ball numbers too. We're due for another Miley Sons. Miley the, Sons. The, the, the people were late to the Plastic Hearts game, and I feel like now we're just we're playing <gasps> right. E- every everyone is retweeting for all the true fans are retweeting said it should have been Plastic Hearts. It should have been Plastic Hearts. <laughs> I honestly um, think this is the. I after- agree, but. I think this is the after. Call me naive, but. Um, I think this is the after effects of the plastic card of it all. I think it is like because plastic cards kind of went largely overlooked until she did that cover of Heart of Glass. Yeah, and then everybody was like, "Hold onto your ass! What is this?" <laughs> and then realized it's one of the best albums ever made. And like Flowers is really good. I don't think it's as great as any song on Plastic Cards, but oh, it's no. still it's an earworm. It's been on repeat. I love the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I love I, I, I love in makes, the video when she just works out. Yeah, um, I am excited to see what other things Miley has up her sleeve. Same. Um, I'm not really into in tune to how album rollouts go, so I'll leave that up to you. Of like, what happens next? What happens next? Um, the album comes out very soon. It comes out in March. Yes. So we might get one more single. I would expect probably a tour announcement before album drop if not right around that time as well okay sorry you gotta be prepared i know <laughs> <laughs> all right i wanted to bring this next story because i kept seeing it on the dang social media and i had to bring it to the table because i cannot believe this is what's happening right now the jonas okay. brothers are at it again with this weird promotion <laughs> no and this time they brought kelly clarkson in for the ride so you thought you would think the big news going from Kelly Clark. So Nick Jonas was on the Kelly Clarkson show. And you think the big news would be, yes, the Jonas Brothers completed their new album. It's probably going to come out this year in a tour. Nope. The biggest news story that is being pushed on our throats by their PR team is that Kelly Clarkson uh, partnered with the Jonas Brothers to launch a new popcorn flavor. You heard that. Yep. <laughs> yep uh so daytime talks... it, is this completely separate from the chips that they have on the shelves right now this is like now they were doing chips now they're doing popcorn okay and now they have kelly clarkson <laughs> so kelly day... clarkson so daytime talk show kelly clarkson has teamed up with longtime friends the jonas brothers to develop a smoky but sweet barbecue flavor that honors carl clarkson's southern roots the new classic barbecue flavor serves as the first partnership from rob's backstage popcorn the naked market um the jonas brothers appeared on the kelly clarkson show to make some of the popcorn on the air during the initial relaunch uh, retail launch uh, clarkson fell in love with the sweet and savory kernels and the rest as they say has been tasty history barbecue popcorn i don't know if i care for that i'm showing i'm showing becca a picture <laughs> of kelly clarkson holding up the popcorn it's not working oh, do you think she's actually tried it i don't know <laughs> but i just had to bring it to the table because i can't believe what 
why and that's all i'm seeing on jonas brothers social medias when i check our podcast instagram yeah like what y'all both kelly clarkson and the jonas brothers both have separately confirmed that they will probably have an album out in 2023 but yet the news is try (laughs) wants to talk about snacks try try our popcorn Uh, i won't and i can't and i I can't there's always there's always got to be a weird disney star promotion or else we ain't living right And it's always the Jonas Brothers. It is. I'm still not over Joe Jonas's plaster hand. That was, that was odd. Um, speaking of odd, this pairing may be odd. Have you heard about this? Our next story. Rumor has it, Felina Gomez is dating the chain smokers, Drew Tagret. I have heard this. I heard that they were spotted making out at a bowling alley. Yep. Out of all the high schooler things you can do. <laughs> Next, they're going to go to the movies and walk over to the nearest Applebee's. <laughs> that was my high school experience. Next, they're um, going to go to the mall with a $20 bill in their pockets and get Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, new couple alerts, Selena Gomez and Andrew Taggart. The guy who sings in The Chainsmokers. Okay. Um, that guy. Uh, they aren't uh, sources. This is what sources are saying. Uh, They aren't trying to hide their romance by sneaking around at members-only clubs. Um, They're very casual and low-key. They go bowling and go to the movies. Um, And there's pictures that just came out of them going bowling. So, Very nice. Baby, hold me closer like the backseat of your rover. Um, And not an official story, but worth mentioning that Dolly Parton has revealed that her and Miley's cover of Wrecking Ball will be on uh, Dolly's upcoming album, which is called Rockstar. So do you think it's going to be... Oh, so you don't want to comment on Selena Gomez's new romance? I said what I said. (laughs) And right after the the reveal of threesome reveal of the Chainsmokers, they said we need... (laughs) (laughs) We keep it an eye out for Selena. Um, do you think, okay, so we're just going to bypass the whole story. Okay. We talked about it. They're, funny. they're behaving like high schoolers. But um, it is what it is. So, so back to Dolly Parton. I hope it's the Wrecking Ball. I will always love you mashup that they say. Ooh, that would be nice. That was, cause that was, um, really good. Also the I'll fact take- that the album is called Rockstar. Is she going to do a Hannah Montana cover? Or, Dolly. Hey, hey, I'm a rock star. Gonna cut my hair and change my name. Dolly would never cuddle Nickelback. Cubble? Cover? You said cubble? I do. (laughs) She won't cubble. She may cover, but she won't cubble. (laughs) Exposed. I feel like a a black hole would peel open in the universe if Dolly Parton did a Nickelback cover. Because we are just a wannabe bit. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Um, and that's the end of Disney 411. We may be done with the Disney 411, but we ain't done celebrating. Right. Um, <laughs> just, right. Just earlier this week, That's So Raven celebrated its 20th anniversary. Oh. I know. <laughs> that I was the sound to... of my bat going out because I can't I believe to, it's been 20 I need years. to put on my nightcap and my candle and roam the hallways like I'm Ebenezer Scrooge because right. I am old. These episodes um, we were doing in these new years are really showing our age. I know. 20 years of Lizzie McGuire. McGuire 20 movie. years of That's So Raven. 20 but years of comedy. To celebrate um, the iconic legend that 
is that so raven we thought we would take a trip back to that very fateful day and revisit the very very first episode of that so raven yes so we so it's kind of funny because well backstory for those of you who are new to the time machine welcome um for those of you who aren't uh you may know a little first episode of ours way back when our first episode called the beyonce of disney channel we talked about Raven and the impact of that's a Raven. Um, and we talked, I think we named our favorite episodes. So I, we may be saying some things that we already said in that's a Raven, the very first episode we did. Um, but that's a Raven has a funny um, rollout for the Disney channel. So the official premiere date of that's a Raven was obviously January 17th, 2003. And it had a, a two-hour block um, on the Disney Channel for that night. And I remember, because I remember watching all four. And they really came out of the gate swinging. They must have known, because I don't recall that ever happening for any other show. They must have known that they had a hit on their hands. They had one, two, four, yep, four episodes. So uh, the one we are talking about is the very first one that aired um on the night so mother dearest so this is the one that it's the classic raven gets in trouble at school and she doesn't want to tell her parents so she disguises herself as her mom to um at the student teacher conference but the other episodes that premiered on the same night were party animal test of friendship and wake up victor you know who is not in this very first episode and i'm just kind of realizing who chelsea Right. So there's a backstory with, so there's like a weird backstory with uh, That's Raven a little bit. So as you, as people know, or maybe the lore of That's Raven is Raven auditioned to be the best friend. And basically Raven was outshining the person that she was reading with to be the, the star. So they shifted it to Raven. And from what I've read is they were still trying to find a Chelsea. So the first couple episodes, um, Annalise Vanderpool was just, a recurring character. So while they were like still in the process of filming, cause they were like, we we're going to try around in a couple episodes. And then by the time it aired, she was regular cast member. So that's why in random episodes of season one, and that's a Raven, Chelsea is nowhere to be found and yeah. not mentioned. I don't so, think it comprehended with me because she's in the, the theme song. Yeah, exactly. So by the time it was like midway through the first season, after the first like four episodes, they're like, uh, let's lock Annalise Vanderpool down as Chelsea. So the first couple episodes, um, Chelsea's nowhere to be found. And we always like to play this. Was this the first episode filmed? Was it? It was close. It was the second. Ooh, which one was first? The first episode filmed was an episode called Smell of Victory. Not Stinky Sturkey. Stinky Sturkey was the very first episode. <laughs> oh my god. That does, And it doesn't include Chelsea either. So... But fun fact, technically, this is not the first time that Sir Raven was broadcast on television. Oh. So Disney actually tried it out in the UK first. So it premiered in the UK September 6th, um, not September 6th, uh, September 2nd, 2002. What? Before making its way to the airwaves in the U.S. Imagine sitting down with your dinner of fish and chips and vinegar and not knowing what was about to hit you. 
<laughs> so the 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 UK was uh, hot on the trail of that Raven. Then a couple wow. months later, we got it. Um, so that's kind of a little blurb about the history. Twenty years later, the impact of that Raven, man. It's I mean, it's still playing. It never technically. Ceases. And this, never is, this is a great episode to start with because it really gives you like the classic layout of what these episodes are going to look yeah. like. You have writ visions, you have Raven getting into trouble, you have a disguise, you have a little bit of Corey and his money schemes. Mm. Not too much. Yeah, I, I honestly do think this is a good episode to kind of start off with because you even get um, a taste of, oh, Raven designs her own clothes. Because that's how she gets the disguise. Yeah. Um, the only missing thing is Chelsea, um, which is really random because now Chelsea's like such a part of it. But that's kind of the lore of that. Do you remember watching this episode for the first time? I know that I didn't watch it live. I think I got into Raven sometime mid-2003, 2004, and I would just watch it whenever it was on. So I don't think I saw any of these um, in order. But of course, as we've said on the pod before, Hunter and I's friend group was very big into <laughs> That's a Raven in college. Weirdly, but back in the day. Weirdly, I don't remember why. Because it's funny. No. <laughs> what What is the origin story of why I think it was, randomly I'm, we started rewatching? I'm, I'm piecing it together. <laughs> okay, I I'll let you I think it was it. because there was an Apple TV, like a shared Apple TV in our theater like common space. And back in the day, we didn't have Disney Plus. There so was what no there Disney was, Plus. there was like a Disney Channel Now app, mm-hmm. and there would just be random episodes of old stuff on there. Like there would be like four episodes of That's So Raven on there, and they were just random episodes that you could get for high quality. But anything else, like if you wanted a specific episode, you'd have to search for it on like Vimeo. <laughs> so best I can imagine. We were just watching the episodes that were on that Disney Now app and just got caught back up in, like, not only our nostalgia for the show, but how funny it still is and how funny especially Raven is. We were tyrants. We would quote <laughs> this freaking show, like, like it's, like, came out on Netflix the day we before. We did a dance to Some Don't Call either. It Magic as, like, a ritual before. Oh, yeah, for good luck. We were in. Um... But I'm sure this one was one of the ones that rotated oh, yeah. onto there, the app at some point. There are definitely moments where Raven says something, and I remember us cackling. Oh, yeah. And not as kids, like five years ago. <laughs> yep. Um, so and still I guess, today. Even today and, as oh, I watch this still, again. It is... There's something about that Raven that hits different than anything on Disney Channel, anything past else. or present. And it's Raven. It's Raven. Like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but Raven is a great physical comedian. I think she's like along now. Follow me here. I like, I'm, like Lucille Ball, Carol Burnett. I'm going to put Raven in there. I'm sorry. I. You know what? I think that's fair. That's the come scene. On. I mean, we'll get to it, but the scene where she's dressed up as her mom and she like takes a tumble over those desks. Right. You can hear people in the studio audience like screaming yeah i noticed that the studio audience they sounded more it sounded more like there's a gen a genuine audience out there. yeah it wasn't like the same laughing beats every so often it was like you could hear somebody going like yeah um but 
there's something about that Sir Raven. They have the great balance of comedy. We have some great grounded moments in this episode, mm-hmm. courtesy of Tanya, Tanya Hive. Courtesy of it. our parenting super duo. Yeah. You get, yeah, in, Raven could do a lot of the Disney shows. None of the Disney stars could do what Raven was doing because they had her working overtime. Miss Montana tried, but. Right. Well, right. Miley could only do one disguise. Raven did a bunch throughout the whole years. Miley said, I'll have put on one blonde wig and that's it. Raven said, let me put on a snaggle tooth just for the hell of it. (laughs) And a purple hat. Put it on me. Um, All right. Well, before we get into the actual episode, let's actually look back and how Disney promoted this particular episode in a new segment we like to call... Promo powwow. Promo powwow. This is a brand new segment called Promo powwow, where we're going to actually react and look up an actual promo of this particular episode that Disney Channel put on the airwaves. So we're going to be reacting and looking at and seeing how, if, if it, you know follows in suit if yeah. they kind of prepared us what was going to happen so let's play that right now raven will try anything when she gets in big trouble at school Shut up. but will she be able to pull off her big time disguise i'm tiny baxter raven's mother that's so raven coming up next only on disney channel <sighs> okay first of all whomst is that voice speaking i don't know I don't her know. very high pitched <laughs> um but i love how they included the Tanya Baxter, Raven's mother. (laughs) Do you think this is a good promotional tool for the episode? I think so. Yeah. It doesn't explain... I guess that's commercials for, like, to promote the series, but if I just saw this thinking, oh, this is a show about a girl and she wants to disguise herself as a mom. Like, I would not know from this episode that she was psychic. Right. From the commercial. But I guess that's not what that's about. Because there's, I'm sure, commercials about how she's being psychic. The way my anyway. heart still went a little pitter-patter seeing premieres next on Disney Channel. I know. It took me back to moments where I was sitting in anticipation, like, waiting for something to premiere. And then they show an ad for what's about to premiere as you're watching whatever you don't care about. And you're like, ah! Yeah, yeah, ah! <laughs> Okay, now let's get into the episode. Let's get into it. So we open with Mr. Pecciali. Uh, and he is doing the classic. This is the one where he's basically picking on people who are who don't want to um, raise their hand. Yeah, he's doing the classic bit where he's the Terminator, and he yeah. <laughs> robot scans all the students to like see mm-hmm. who is fully unprepared to answer the question. Man, didn't you? I hate it when teachers did that. Yeah, this is very. Teachers would be like, "Do you know it?" And I'm like, no, I don't. No. I wouldn't read my- And which you is exactly- and I both know that I don't. So why are you yeah. wasting my time and yeah. everybody else's time? Making me look like a fool, which is exactly what Raven ends up doing because mm-hmm. the entire time she's trying to get Mr. Petrocelli's attention because she knows it. She yeah. knows all the answers. Um, and then the one time Raven doesn't know the answer, that's when he calls on her. <laughs> which she goes into her amazing spiel where she's like, let me walk you through this one more time. If my hand is up, I know the answer. If my hand is down, I don't know the answer. I'm just saying. And then she gets a vision um, that she is being surrounded by all her classmates and they're all cheering for her. And they're like, way to tell Mr. Petrocelli off. So we get a good Raven smirk that looks like she smelled someone farting. Oh, the face that launched a million memes. Mm -hmm. So then that's when she stands up and basically goes for the jugular of Mr. (laughs) Petrocelli. 
and basically says, hey, you're literally just making us all look like fools. Yeah. What are you doing? But then, of course, when she says, and I think the whole class is with me, everybody scoots their desks (laughs) to either side, which is rude as hell. That was so funny. Like, he was coming for all of y'all, too. Where are your manners? uh, Raven's reaction. That got the first big laugh from the audience. And that's when I was like, oh, Raven's like, I'm not like the other Disney actors. I'm mm. going to give you, I'm going to actually going to react to everything that's going on around me. And I'm going to use every muscle in my face. To oh my it. God. The Ray is ravening. Raven is ravening. So then Mr. Petricelli is like, you're basically, you just mouthed off to me. I want to talk to you and your parents together. Yeah. Tomorrow or whatever. And then that's when she finally gets her vision come true where everyone is clapping for her even though she's like where were you guys you let me fall on a knife for y'all um and then we finally um get eddie and raven Raven. now this is funny to look back and what is the dynamic between like with no chelsea what do you think about if like they never found a Chelsea. Do you think the show would have survived with just best friends, Eddie and Raven? I think it would have survived. I don't think it would have been as iconic as the three of them. And I also feel like every freaking time that there's just a guy and a girl and their best friends, Disney is like, well, but they might, you know, they might like each yeah. other. And I know that they, I think they did do that um, for one episode, but it wasn't like a thorough. Yeah, it wasn't like a plot point. Plot line. Um. I mean, I like it. The whole B-plot is that a bully is, like, stealing Eddie's locker Who and the locker of a like, bunch of uh, other nerdy guys. Grant, again, <laughs> also, I don't know if you ever know this, but the first half of the first season, and they, they retcon it, but I think they're supposed to be in middle school. Are you joking? Because I don't quote me on it, but I do remember an episode where Chelsea talks to Raven and it's like, but this person's in high school. So, because that's like when Liz McGuire was still airing yeah. and still popular. So I think well, they wanted to make, but they retcon it like midway through the first season. Which if like, that's We're true, then they need to remove this 40-year-old from the hallways of Bayside well, even if they Even if they were canonically in their freshman year of high school, which again, I think after a couple episodes, they're like, they say, we're freshmen. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> uh, this actor they casted. Could have been Mr. Petricelli. I mean, maybe there's also the chance that Chelsea is just so freaking dumb that she forgets what grade she's in. I mean, we know that Chelsea... Yeah. But (laughs) the guy they cast as the bully literally dropped his kids off for first period and then... He got stuck there. Bullied Eddie out of his locker. And then Eddie is like... When Eddie is talking to Raven because Raven is like, oh, like, oh, my God, my parents are going to be so mad at me. And he's like, just fake sick. Like, come up with this barf recipe. I have the perfect one. Foul. It's foul. It's so gross. And I don't – I remember what it is because I looked this up today and I was aghast. So I used to have this this quiz book that was like a piece of paper that, like, was a flip – it was just a flip-through piece of paper book full of, like – that's a Raven personality quizzes, and that's a Raven oh. trivia. And what is Eddie's barf recipe was one of the questions. And I looked it up today. The book is called Are You So Raven? And apparently it retails for $60 on Amazon now. So I need to see if Are I can. Are you going to purchase? I need to see if I can find it. Um, so 
After Eddie gives Raven this advice to fake sick, she goes, oh, I know exactly who to look for, who, who, to, who to ask to help me out. And that's when we get the introduction of Mr. Corey Baxter. Mr. Corey Baxter. He'll teach you everything he knows, but it's going to cost you. So we already get a great introduction of Corey. Oh, my God. Corey inspecting the $5 bill under the lamp. That (laughs) sent me. (laughs) I I have worked at some place. And they're like, yeah, this is how you inspect if something's fake. I never can tell. They, it's only ever been done to me if I'm paying with like a 50 or a 100. Like, mm-hmm. I think one time I went to Panda Express with some friends in high school and I had 100. And I was like, oh, sorry, I'm holding up the line. <laughs> <laughs> Not you throwing out a, a hondo at the Panda Express. <laughs> it was all I ate. <laughs> but they give you, like, sometimes you have, the, like, this marker and it looks like a highlighter. But yeah. it just you're, like, supposed to draw on the dollar. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. never did that. Yeah, me either. Like, if you're paying with fake money, fool me once, I guess. Fool me once, I guess. I'm not going to. But he tells Raven that there's the three C's. What does he say? He goes, compliment, cuddling, and crying mm-hmm. will get you out of everything. And that's what you need to do. And he's like, I'll teach, I'll teach you how to do it. Uh, just give me five bucks. And then Raven says, is that what got you out of burning the Christmas tree in 98? Okay, I'm glad we brought this up because this episode premiered in 2003. So I'm assuming Corey's 10. He can't be more than 10. That was four years ago. Right? 98. Oh, not us doing math right now. From 2003 to 98. It's it's longer than, I think that's five years. Yeah, five years. Yeah. So you're telling me the the way the story of what happened in 98 and the gifts Corey got, he's too young to be getting all the stuff. I and just was like, why don't we get to see this? If you're going to bring I, up I a story this it. grandiose. I didn't need to see it, but maybe just do Christmas of 2000 where he's seven. And so he can be held accountable to more things. You're five. And... I don't know. Was Corey playing with Arson? Oh, I'm sure he was. But he got a new bike. So anyway, then we hear Tanya and Victor yell for Corey to get down there. So we get and, to see the master plan in action. Yeah. He's and like, we get to see me. the classic parenting duo moment where Tanya is mad and she tells Victor to be mad. And his mad voice is just him going, Corey, like in a deeper voice. Tanya is not having it tanya is not to be messed with she goes well because you know he's like trying to do the three c's cuddling mm-hmm. crying giving compliments so and he's it trying works on them. victor like right away yeah tanya she goes don't even think about crying <laughs> i'm like oh, i do not want to get on tanya's bad side i mm-hmm. never get on tanya's bad side so the plan doesn't work um to, sh- to get him out of it so he gives the five dollars back to raven and then uh, and he goes to his room and then Raven is like, ah, oh, he's just a kid. Because um, what what happened was he was bad. He was mouthing off to his teacher or something. Yeah. Or acting up in school. So kind of the same thing Raven just got in trouble for. And based on how they were acting and what they said, we can gather that this has happened before with Corey. Yeah. And maybe with Raven. Because they allude to that this year she's like matured a little bit. She, they've never had to um, get a call from Raven acting out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why Raven's like, well, you know, he's just a kid and kids make mistakes and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, 
And then Tanya and Victor are very complimentary of Raven that she's very grown up. They never have to worry about her anymore. She's doing all good. And then they want to give her a little something, something. And then Raven makes the most bizarre choice. (laughs) Oh, I love the choices she makes. It's like a very little something. Like she says a very little something. Like she's a little German boy. I loved it. So what is it she gets? Not a cell phone. A landline. A landline. With her own number. Yeah. So she isn't ringing up the family members. Did you ever have that? No. Yeah, I just I think by the time I could get a phone, it would be a cell phone. Yeah. Um, but Tanya goes, "Yep, we wanted to give you a phone because you're now really like mature and stuff. And if you click, um, if you speed dial one, it's linked up to your your best friend." Did you notice that she never said like, "Oh my gosh, I can't wait to call so and so," which is like because they kept they kept it open for interpretation. Well, they also but, kept it open because she presses one. And Tanya's oh. phone rings. And Tanya, icon that she is, answers it and goes, Hey, girlfriend. <laughs> and Raven was so upset. I'm like, Raven, don't be upset. Tanya is the one talking to you. I would never. And that, well, repeatedly throughout this scene, Raven is kind of trying to tell her parents what happened. And through no fault of her own, she keeps getting cut off. Yeah. And the whole entire time, I would be like, I don't think they would be. And they weren't upset cut to the end when they find out what's going on. Um, I feel like if Raven just was like, yeah, my teacher called on me when I didn't know it. And then. Right. Why wasn't she like, yo, I stood up for my whole freaking class today. I am a warrior girl boss. I mean, those words, not that wording exactly. You know what I mean? But like Tanya probably would have been like, "Mm, well, like you still shouldn't talk back to your teachers, but like what you were trying to do. Yeah. Get it. But that doesn't happen because, like, Raven keeps trying to, like, be like, listen, I don't know how to say this. And Victor is just like, and you don't have to. So then, of course, Raven's like, oh, well, now I can't say anything because Mm -hmm. they, like, won't stop gloating on me. And she still hasn't told them that they have to come to school the next day Mm -mm. for a parent-teacher conference. So now she's talking to Eddie about it. And it's like, I'm, like, I don't know what to do. My parents are so... Like, they're going to be so disappointed in me. Who do you think the other pre-programmed numbers in the phone are? I mean, one of them's obviously Victor, and one of them's Eddie, but is she just like, oh, and this fourth number for this mystery person? <laughs> Yet to be titled. <laughs> Will appear in episode two. You know, my friend. <laughs> like, a little alarm goes off. Um, so she's talking to Eddie about how she hates, like, she doesn't want to disappoint her family, and... They're calling her the new Raven. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Eddie's like, maybe you can just, maybe like, j- just tell him what happened and I think it'll be good. And then that's when we get a little look from Raven. Because for whatever reason, she's designing an old lady's purple suit. Well, she has another vision. She does have another vision. Of her talking to Mr. Petrocelli. Which is, this is my favorite Raven reaction in the whole episode. <laughs> He's like, I need to speak to your mother. Today! And Raven turns around and looks right in the camera and is like, oh! <laughs> yeah. Mug into the camera. So yeah, like, she Like, imagine gets... if you're a teacher and you're reprimanding a student and they turn around <laughs> and make that noise. I'd be like, actually, can we get the guidance counselor as well? But yeah, she looks at this old woman's suit that she was designing. Maybe it was a commission for a neighbor or something. <laughs> but she looks yeah, at it. I need it. to know what she was doing with that. <laughs> she looks at it and she licks her lips. <laughs> She's like, hmm, I'm hatching a plan. 
And then so, we go back to the B plot with Eddie's locker for a second. Yeah, that's the only that's the only Corey we get in this whole episode. Yeah, it's the only Corey we The get. parents will come back in a minute. And then but. Eddie is with this other guy that he's talking to like their best pals, but that guy doesn't get a line, and as far as I know, we never see him again. Yeah, again, there's not the three the three Raven, Chelsea, and Eddie. So yeah. Chelsea was there. That would have been a Chelsea and Chelsea Eddie conversation. Chelsea is really the glue that is pulling all these loose yeah. threads back together. Um, but, Ed, of course, Eddie goes back up to the guy and, like, tries to get it out with him again. And then the guy's like, well, you can have my old locker. It's upstairs. So that obviously doesn't work. And then we see her. Well, at first, you get an explanation of why, like... Basically, the bully is taking over all these lockers that have, like, they're, they're next to the vending machine. Yeah. They're next to so-and-so. And I'm thinking, this is just a lot of work for the bully to have yeah, all like, your things in you so many places. You five lockers. Yeah. So, it's basically all the nerds are getting in this locker. I mean, but I do, we... as much as I do feel having a really good locker assignment one year and then getting your next one and you're like, damn it. Oh, yeah. Of course. It's always a hot commodity to get a Having good locker. Having bottom but... lockers as a tall person was my eternal curse. Bottom lockers sucked. They sucked so bad. The person whose locker was above me in eighth grade would consistently open his locker door onto my head, <laughs> like while I was kneeling down there, and then just shout nonsense at me. What would he shout? I had a dog magnet in my locker, and he used to go, <laughs> I like puppy dogs, you like puppy dogs, me too. And I was like, are you well? <laughs> why would he say that he would open his locker on my head like bonk my head shout that at me and then leave that so is i don't know man crazy well raven comes in with she she has the disguise on but then she has some sort of like buck teeth like like a uh, fake teeth that make her teeth stick out. So she's trying to be a mom, her mom. She has this thick country accent. I can't even describe what it is. And the song, the song that plays is, I don't even know, like an off brand version of like, I don't even know some song that I can't like think of right now. Is it hot, hot cooking? cooking? I love it. I don't care That's what if it's <laughs> no not in my kitchen. Oh, and the audience is going crazy. Oh yes. Well, she now I'm thinking. Now I'm thinking. Is this the first time Raven has done this? Because Eddie doesn't even. Because she goes up to basically trying to see if it works. If like the disguise, because it's compared to like the Raven disguises we get mm-hmm. later on in the show. This is very tame. It is tame. She does have a lot of padding on. She has a lot of which padding on. Which I'm guessing, on. what is in that padding? Because at one point, she hip checks the guy that's with Eddie, and she's like, I'm coming back for you later. And this man flies into the lockers, thunks into them with like a loud noise, and limps away. So she must be loaded <laughs> down with like... Bricks. Nickels on nickels on nickels. Brick house. She's like... Brick house. She's mighty, mighty. <laughs> um, so she goes up to Eddie, and Eddie's like who is this woman that's talking to me? And then she takes off her glasses. And he's and like, Ray? Like, I'm not, like, is this the first instance Raven has done a disguise? It's like, she's finally gotten to that moment in her life where she's like, crap. Well, I designed my own clothes. Let me do this. Imagine your friend like showing up to school in a disguise like that. 
I would be shouting at the top of my lungs. I would be like, what do you think you are trying to do? (laughs) I wouldn't go along with what is happening. I would be, are you, this would never work. Also, Um, why, why the padding? I like, I mean, I guess she's just trying to hide her like body. But the thing I really don't understand is the teeth. Oh, I think the teeth really are great. (laughs) I mean, they're fabulous. They're fantastic. But from Raven's point of view, why does she need different teeth? It's, it's to literally hide because she has a wig, she has glasses, she has a hat, she has padding, and she has teeth. Yeah. So it's just like a way to like, I think it's like one of those instances where, say a student of mine walks in looking like that. My first instinct wouldn't be, why is Raven had that? Like, it would be too crazy to think that my student would go to this grade of links. Yeah. Uh, links exactly. to avoid this i mean she so, basically sends mr petrocelli into a full-on mental breakdown oh my gosh before this episode so over, raven but... has a plan that basically she's gonna be her mom and herself at the same time well i think well, isn't she first just trying to go in as the mom and set the record yes. straight just all by herself because the way she says it's iconic we say it all the time wait well well because well eddie is supposed to knock yeah and that's gonna be raven's like well i gotta go bye mr petrocelli Kelly. The way t- she, they have this weird edit where she gets Eddie, like, in the plan with her to be like, I'm only going to be in there for a second. You knock, say I have to take a phone call, and then I leave. We're set. <laughs> There's a weird edit of Eddie kind of trying to, like, run away and being like, ooh, but getting pulled behind Raven in fast motion. And then she's like, okay, so I'm going to go in and talk to Mr. Petrocelli, and I don't know why they needed to do that. Well, then we get this great scene. Of like, I'm Tanya Baxter, her Raven's, Raven's mother. mother. Oh my god, this scene is a comedy in masterclass. Raven, her stomach was f- full because she was eating. She was eating good. I mean, when she tries to sit down in the desk, this is when she like collapses all the desks. Oh, it's so good. Um, and that's and when the audience was hooting, hollering, hooting. Mr. Petrocelli's like, "Where's Raven?" She's like, oh, she's in the car, just crying, crying her little eyes <laughs> That was something we'd say all the time. Crying, crying her little eyes off. The, okay, the one that really got me, like, literally laugh out loud is because this whole entire time, Raven's like, oh, was that a knock at the door? Like, because Eddie's supposed to be knocking, and it never happens. So there's this one mo- Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. There's one moment where Raven screams in like her Tanya Baxter way of talking she goes well I'm sure I heard someone knocking <laughs> she's like trying to so finish her funny. sentence and she's just like and that is what it is on that now I'm sure I heard somebody knocking <laughs> she like turns and does the classic like, raven look where she turns and like stops her neck I need I need everyone who listens to this to go back and watch that zine yes in the way Raven shrieks knocking I think Disney just so funny. put this episode in particular on their YouTube channel in honor of the yeah, anniversary so, you, so if you don't so you can, have Disney plus yeah and you can easily access it yeah oh it's so funny oh my god so now, and then when she leaves and she and Eddie's just sitting in the hallway and she's like knock knock who's there not you not you Great. So then, of course, in the Mrs. Doubtfire of it all, because I also realized how very final scene of Mrs. Doubtfire this kind of plays out. Mm-hmm. Um, Raven goes into the bathroom as her mother to change back into herself, and there's two other girls in the bathroom, and she goes on a whole tangent about how she had some 
bad food or something, and she is about to stink up the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Yet another iconic line delivery. Yeah. If you have perfume, yeah. I'd spray it now. Well. And everyone's like, oh, my God, this old lady is going the to, The way like- that she just says words, like, now. Like, I really think they were like, like, imagine, I don't even know what the people, the people at Disney probably were like, what did we what are what are we doing we are like i wonder if they were like this is going to work or this is going to go very bad i think it was it was going to be one or the other yeah like raven was doing the most and raven set a new definition of doing the most right and it's not even like they knew this was a good formula because up until then the shows were not this broad and not this like very charactery so then we kind of we go back to this locker B plot again. Oh yeah. And we find out that the bully is kind of like forcing multiple nerds to share the same locker. And one of the nerds throughout this whole conversation is just holding a toothbrush and toothpaste for no reason. <sighs> Beats me. But another one comes up like Eddie is like we should like we got to stand up to this guy, we should confront him. And then one guy comes up in like a whole neck brace. And they're like, hey, yeah. like Eddie wants to confront the bully. And the guy in the neck brace shakes his head. If a school bully broke your neck, would the school have not known about it already and have taken yeah. precautions? It's not, it's, yeah, it's not making sense. But, you know, we're, we're trying to make sense of a plot where a teenager is disguising herself as her mother in a conference. So we can't put logic. Otherwise, our brains will break. So we get so now it's very much Raven has to keep going back and forth being herself and being her mother. Mm-hmm. And we finally get to the part where she sees her vision where it's like, I need to talk to your mother today. Oh. <laughs> and so now it's like a little we get a lot of back and forth where Raven is her mom, then she runs on the other side of the classroom and is like peeking through without the wig. Um and then there's moments where Raven has the wig on, but is herself. And they're like, oh. And he's like, you have your mother's hair. Oh, thank and you. And she's like, no, your hair. Eddie, just be like, hey, your wig's still on. <laughs> but then this goes on for quite a while. And it basically gets to the point where Mr. Petrocelli is psychologically broken and a shell of the man he once was. As he, Which is everything of, I think that was like above and beyond what Raven wanted. That's all Raven could possibly ever aim to achieve for any adult and, that she has an interaction with. And she was so excited because now Mr. Petrocelli's like, the conference is off. I don't care anymore. Yeah. You guys are all, I think you Baxters. I don't want anything to do with you. It's probably not even that Raven's disguise and her acting is what's pushing her through. It's just that the sheer nonsense and her unwillingness to leave anyone alone just drives whoever she's trying to beat to the point of, to, to their breaking point and so they just right. give up and puts the wi- puts the white flag in so but he's like he's this... packing up and he's like i just need to go home and talk to my like i gotta get out of here yeah and we get and we hot just... cooking again hot cooking and raven is dancing <laughs> she... throughout the hallway the what the shuffle she does going down the hall the shuffle she so does. Funny. and then when she stops and picks up her old lady stocking foot and like does a full 360 <laughs> turn that and is then when, this decides... is like the most this is like the most that's a raven episode where i'm like they just let raven go oh yeah and do what you want and you can tell and then of and course then she, she sees yeah, the, the bully, bully in Eddie's locker and starts trying to reason with him, but it doesn't work. So she hits him 
with her small purse and then is like, I have another one with buckles. That doesn't work for you. With buckles? And then, But then she oh, has yeah. a vision. Another vision. So there's three visions in this episode. Right. They said, if you don't know she's psychic, you will by the end of this episode. Well, they never explicitly said, I'm psychic. Raven is psychic. I guess we're just like yeah. supposed to get the you're, name of the you're game. You're supposed to like be dropped into the universe yeah. where everyone... But she has a vision of her parents coming into the school saying that they were supposed to speak to Mr. Petrocelli. So <laughs> she goes running. She's trying to run, 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 run back to get back to the 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 classroom in time. There's a child on a bike. She forces him off the bike and says, you're young, walk. And then proceeds to use the bike like a scooter. <laughs> but it's just so funny it. because they use the same hallways this entire episode and they... Beginning of the episode, they came out of the door that's the nearest to the locker. So. Yeah, who knows? It's whatever. It's whatever. They 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 had the space they had. But then so she now... pulls back up when you see her pull up on the um on the bullies again when Eddie is confronting him. She pulls up and she has a helmet on. <laughs> Safety first. Right. Like we're promoting. Like yes, yeah, she's lying, but we are promoting safety, folks. And um, then we get back. She gets back to the classroom, and Mr. Petrocelli is gone as her parents are coming in. And they're confused. And she's like, no, it's Miss Petrocelli. She goes, I, I, she goes, when I left the message on your machine, I had a terrible cold. <laughs> and then Raven's parents notice, like, a newspaper article about Mr. Petrocelli with his photo in it that's pinned to the wall. So they know long before this interaction has really even begun yeah and this, raven yeah. is just like doing classroom business trying to get out of it like she looks at a globe and just is kind of like i didn't know brazil was that big <laughs> basically like not trying to like not let her parents see and and her parents obviously know that it's raven so they're like i wish raven would come to us yeah and they're like and, and raven we just like, got her a new phone and raven's like and she loves that phone like a puppy she said to me <laughs> Right, it's all like Raven's catching herself. It's like, oh, it's funny. She's like, yeah, I think Raven would just be, I would just be disappointed, is what I'd say if I was Raven, which I'm not. Um, <laughs> if if I was Raven, which I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I think she'd be very happy. Yeah, which then of course. Um, but we they... get some really grounded acting beats from Rondell. As and grounded as Tanya. you can get when you're talking to your daughter in a balloon suit. Right, right. But grounded yeah, for yeah. Disney Channel. Um, it's it's on the it's on the verge of. You got fired today, didn't you? Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe I, I did. did. Like the one where Tanya's like, "Well, if Raven thinks she can't come to us, maybe we're not doing a great job as parents." I wanted to yell on the screen, "You're doing great, Tanya." Don't let this minor and in, minor inconvenience of your daughter pretending to be you. <laughs> if anything, straight. that commends Raven's work effort. Like, look at what she made. <laughs> right. Look at her Let's commitment to the bit. Like, she is dropped in. She's not going to let anyone prove her wrong. But then, of course, um, I mean, yeah. it it all falls through. And then she's kind of like, how through. did you like? How did you know it was me? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the funny thing is, Raven does a reveal, takes off the wig and hat. Yeah. And glasses and teeth. And they're like, oh, it's Raven. <laughs> and Raven's like, how'd you know? And they're like, well, when you moved right, your booty went left. <laughs> and then, God, my favorite line in this episode. Betrayed by the booty. Betrayed by the booty. 
incredibly classic and Absolutely and then classic. and then the the ending scene is raven is getting her phone taken away i think the main reason she's getting her phone taken away is because she lied yeah. at that point well she and did Tanya, also yeah. go to the school and give her teacher a psychological breakdown right but the lesson we learned here is don't lie they were probably like we wouldn't <laughs> have taken this phone away but you know mr petrocelli is going to be in the psych ward for a couple weeks so so for two weeks no phone for you yeah uh, uh, so but then, then tanya when they're tanya taking the phone in. away and she's like call me <laughs> but tanya walks in with the disguise on um that raven was wearing in the episode and tanya goes so when you were thinking of your what mother were you actually thinking of because wasn't tanya didn't tanya put on the padding i think so and then raven goes you're bootylicious. So that was that's a Raven's very first episode. Mother dearest. Mother, mother dearest. What did we think after we uh, went through it? Absolute ten out of ten. Oh, great! That's a Raven episode. The only note I have is that Chelsea is missing. Yeah. And I feel like I, I mean the few loose ends that we have would have been tied together by Chelsea, but this is a great introduction to the series. This is a great disguise. This is a great just showcase right. of the tour de force that Raven's comedy was about to bring to the Disney Channel. Yeah, I do think this was a great introduction of maybe it wasn't like a flat out first episode but if this was going to be the first episode to air of That's the Raven, I think this is the perfect one to pick because even though you kind of have to play catch up of, oh, she's psychic. Oh, this is her friend Eddie. Oh, this is her family. Oh, she does disguises, I guess. Um, this is a great one to do. Because it's like, it's a simple reason to do a disguise. Yeah. You know? And you get visions, like, you know, sometimes later on in the show, she'll just have a vision at the beginning, and it has nothing to do with the episode. Mm -hmm. You just kind of have to do a vision. Um, Same with, like, other shows that have, like, the shtick of, like, if you're a wizard, if you're Hannah Montana, like, later on when they're just like, we don't want it to do with the secrets that we have in the show. Let's just do something that they they do a wand trick and then the rest is about selena gomez trying to get an a on her test or something um so i think this is a great first episode and a great set the stage of turning disney channel on its head yeah they didn't know what they were getting themselves into and then you know the impact of that to raven you can tell oh my god i forgot to mention the big ass flower in her hair in the first scene yes yes absolutely classic classic. it's it looks like it's made of paper it does you think she designed it of course she did she designs her own clothes. She designs everything. I love how you have you have two dis- different Disney Channel. Fuck, you have two Disney different Channels. Disney Channel characters that design their own clothes. And on one end of the spectrum, you have Raven, whose outfits are like a little boisterous at times, but on the most part, like pretty on par <laughs> with fashion. And then you have Harper, <gasps> which is a little boisterous at times, <laughs> but <laughs> but so what if she has a parakeet on her shoulder? Harper is looking camp right in the eye. Right. At all times. And Raven's like looking at it at a distance. <laughs> um, so what is the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? The Disney Channel lesson that I learned today is that if you get in trouble for something that might be a good deed, maybe phrase it that way instead of sizing yourself up with some suspicious padding and trying to take care of it that way. Um, my Disney Channel lesson is, oh, if like, you know, you're not in the wrong, because I honestly don't think Raven was in the wrong in what she did. 
The teacher was obviously going after her. If you don't think you're in the wrong, just tell your parents, like, yo, I did this because he was attacking us. Yeah. Like, he literally, didn't he, like, call a student stupid at the beginning? Probably. Or at least his Terminator radar did. Yeah. She should have been like, look, this teacher is, like, literally a freaking robot or something. I don't know how it got past the administration. I did what I have to do. I'm the warrior of the day. Let me keep my phone. So that's my lesson, like, if you have ground to stand on, just tell your parents that they'll, you know, I think they'll get the impression of what Mr. Petrocelli is. Yeah. Uh, well, Becca, if people want to see um, how you're hot cooking, <laughs> not my kitchen. Where can they find you? You can find me hot cooking on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo, it's Becca, H-E-Y-O, Becca's Records on TikTok, Becca Stockner on YouTube, and you can check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group, which is YGSSG podcast on Instagram and Twitter as well. If you want to follow me on any social medias, follow me at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram, H Cameron Martin on Twitter. And if you want to keep up to date on anything about this podcast, we're on all the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Just type in the Time Machine Podcast and you'll find us there. Uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcast. If you leave a review, we'll um, shout you out on our episode. Uh, give us five stars on Spotify if you don't mind. Um, DM us on social media. We love talking to you guys. We love hearing what you like. Like, what you don't like, what you want to hear, what you uh, what you don't want to hear, um, because we think um, you guys having so much fun listening to this is what makes us have fun making it, and it's just a fun time all around. All right. So, yeah. Happy twentieth anniversary to the That's Raven and mm. the day comedy was born. Mm. Happy twentieth anniversary to the best to ever do it. Yeah. Um. Next week we are keeping the fun going with a little something. Um, this has been something that we've talked about since day one, and it's gonna be—it's gonna leave your mouth dropping. It's gonna make the—I don't know how to give a hint. I like to do these, but something I can't think of one. Um, the headlines will say, "Great episode." <laughs> All right. An apology may happen. Just kidding. Uh, and until next time, until our draws are dropping, we will see you later, time travelers. Always buckle your seatbelts.